What's up, podcast listener? I want to tell you how I went from playing seven minutes per game my freshman year of college to playing 15 minutes per game my sophomore year and then 30 minutes per game towards the last half of that sophomore year. The one thing that I focused on looking back that your son or daughter can do to speed up their development. Check it out. Hope you enjoy. I spent over a decade learning how to become a college basketball student athlete, and because of that, I saved my family $160,000 in student loan debt. Now, the real question is, can I help you do the same thing? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I give you the basketball secrets that help me earn a free ride and live a full life after the ball finished bouncing. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Playmaker Podcast. A part of my job is helping guys and girls win, learn how to win. And win is a double entendre. It has a double meaning. It's a double-edged sword. Win stands for an acronym. It's what's important now. Win also means the outcome, the result that happens once you do focus on what's currently important in that present moment. And I didn't always do that. When I was in high school, towards my junior and senior year, I played really well, and during my senior year, I got some interest from colleges, and I was blessed to have a college scholarship. Now, along with that comes a lot of responsibility, but a lot of a, a good feeling. There's a, a confidence that was there, uh, an entitlement that was there that I didn't realize until it came out when I got to college and had to start all over. I was the guy in high school, and I was a guy on my first year in my first year of campus on, on at Anderson University and looking back in retrospect I probably would have redshirted meaning I would not have played my first year I would have practiced and prepared for the next year if I could go back I would have swallowed my pride and redshirted and I would have an extra year to play basketball but it didn't happen like that and what I realized is Going into that first year and not playing much, I mean, literally only played six minutes a game, seven minutes a game, which is better than none, but I was the last guy off the bench, last guy that sat on the bench, great teammate, cheered, had fun, You had to make it fun because it was terrible sitting there and having my mom and my grandmother drive four hours two, twice a week sometimes to see me sit the bench, but they were really there for the team, but... You know, they kept telling me my time would come, but no kid wants to hear that when they're mad and they're pouting and they're selfish and thinking about themselves. And it was a, a bad time for me. I wasn't in a good mood ever. But my sophomore year, I realized something. It, I realized, one, there always has to be some catalyst, some, and usually pain is the best catalyst for a change for anyone. And I started to work out differently. I started to prepare differently. I started to take a lot of things a little more seriously. But another thing that I realized is that if I focused on a specific skill, that I would have a better chance of accomplishing my goals. And let me explain. My second year, my sophomore year, I still didn't play as much. I was still behind an All-American who was still there. But I began to make shots. And I wasn't always a shooter. I was a driver, a defender, and I kept those 
those titles, but I, I learned over time that the more shots that I made, the more time I stayed on the court. So instead of focusing most of my time on ball handling and, and defense, I started to work on making shots and being a, a role player. And our coach did this cool thing once every year, at least, where he went down the line and told everybody what he expects out of them and what their role on the team was. And part of that role for me was hitting shots. And kid you not, the more shots that I hit, the more time that I got. And I had to learn how to, to practice efficiently while school was going on, while the season was going on. I had to learn how to practice and still make shots that would eventually help me get on the, the team. And fast forward later that year, making shots turned into another role that helped me honestly become a team captain and start on the team and never look back in terms of that starting spot, that captain spot as the point guard for the team. But it started after focusing on a really small role. I remember one practice specifically where the All-American point guard, he, he, he practiced with me after practice sometimes. He didn't have to do that, but he would always play one-on-one with me to help my confidence, to, to help me out because he knew he was leaving soon and he wanted to pass the torch, so to speak. So we played, and he stopped me one time, and he helped me realize, look, man, you're not going to come here and here, meaning Anderson University, this campus, you're not going to come on this team and expect to dominate the ball and be some Chris Paul type of guard. And Chris Paul is an NBA point guard who really dominates the basketball, but he does so good that it doesn't really stagnate the offense. I mean, the guy, for every assist that he makes, he's probably got one or two turnovers, which is an insane ratio, and that's what I wanted. But I had to learn that there were levels to it, and I was not on that level. And the point guard told me straight up that I wasn't. So I took it to heart. I focused on making shots, doing whatever it took for me to get on the floor. And doing that, starting small, helped me to blow up big. And how does that help you out, help your son or daughter out? It helps a lot. So one thing that we focus on as trainers is skill development. How can we help the, the your son or daughter learn the skill, like dribbling the basketball, being more comfortable with making certain moves, uh, changing the speeds, dropping their level so they can get to the basket easier. All those things are great, but there's also a game enhancement portion. There's a portion that where we focus on things only specifically that will help during the, the game that you're going to do specifically in a game. And those drills look a lot less complex often but a mixture of that is always great and closer towards this time of the season it's september and the season starts around november closer to the time of the season it's smart to hone in on the game enhancement so making shots shooting pull-up jumpers uh making certain moves and perfecting go-to moves those are the things that help out closer to the season and definitely help in season while you're trying to maintain and that's what i did from going from seven minutes on the on the court sitting the bench the most of the game to eventually becoming a role player getting more minutes 15 16 minutes to eventually getting to 30 minutes per game it started with perfecting or mastering one role and that's what your son or daughter can do they can they can perfect one be faithful over few and then they'll gradually gain more responsibility and that process doesn't have to start with the pain point with not playing much was sitting on the bench that process can start now while there's still time before tryouts where the kid can learn one what skill they need to really focus on and just focus on that so they stand out during tryouts 
but also what they need to do and how they need to do it so they can get more playing time on the court. And most importantly, learn how to train themselves to do it so they always have that skill and that capability and they're empowered to make that change on the court with basketball. But it also applies off the court, too. And it's actually what I'm doing right now when it comes to business. So I want to help you help your son or your daughter learn how to teach themselves. I want to help you and help them get that that good feeling of knowing that what you're doing on a day in and day out basis on the court is going to help impact your game later on. So you're not wasting reps. You're not wasting time. You're not wasting movements. And I want to help you get the drills that are needed to do that as well. I want to help you make those tweaks, make those adjustments. Even if I'm not in the gym with you at that very time, I want to always be a guide, a trainer for your son, for your daughter every single day, whenever they do have questions and they need those questions answered so they can go in the gym and they can work by themselves and they can teach themselves because they are their biggest coach. I can be a guide. I can tell them everything that I want, but if they're conflicting with what I'm telling them, it's never going to stick and it's never going to become a reality for them or practical for them. So I want to help you to Start that process of your kid becoming their own trainer so they can teach themselves, they can learn better, they can be more confident, they can actually apply what is being taught, and they can make it their own. They can make these moves and these skills and these mindsets life experiences, which is a process, but it's a way more effective and efficient process than anything else that I've seen. So if this is something that you're interested in, your son or daughter becoming their own trainer and empowering them to to learn on a higher level. I mean, look, to be honest, with school, we memorize a lot of things. But with this, with learning how to become your own trainer, you synthesize, you you learn at the highest level possible on Bloom's taxonomy. And it's a, a nerdy word for, for pedagogy, for teaching, for the highest levels of learning. There's synthesizing, there's analysis. And until they get to that point, they're really not going to to learn or they're not going to to implement what they're being taught until they start to analyze what they're doing, giving themselves feedback on every rep, creating different drills that help them out because they know their game, uh, or at least they know their tendencies better than anyone else. If they really start to to, to sit and to study what they do so that they become better. So I can keep ranting about this, but I want to make this opportunity possible for you. And this is something that you are interested in. Please go to uh, the Facebook page, our Facebook page, Hoops University. You will find it. Please just send a message. Let me know that you're interested in this, this training, becoming your own trainer. And we will get you set up with a special deal. Way uh, it's, it's, it's not disclosed. A deal that nobody else is going to get unless you come to the Facebook page and you let me know that you are interested in it before we roll it out because 2019 we're going to roll it out and the price is going to at least double or triple so if you're interested in this please let me know and we will get you set up and you will hear me on the next episode hey thank you for listening this podcast is free and you get what you pay for all jokes aside if this is valuable enough for payment please remember to rate and subscribe and if you have a question you want answered live on the show go to anchor.fm backslash playmakers and ask your question now